Do you look at your mountain of goals and feel stuck? Or have you already achieved great things and yet you know there's still more? Then you've come to the right place. We're here to offer practical tools and tangible strategies to change your mindset. And challenge you to produce a life beyond the norm. I'm Nate. I'm Laura. Welcome to the Transcendence Podcast. I think we can all agree that we will experience hard seasons in life. You yourself might experience it. Um, you might have a family member, a coworker, a friend might experience it. And it's really good to be aware of how you can offer support to someone who is going through a hard time. Yeah, because it's really important for us to be there for the people in our lives, family, friends, everybody that you encounter. When they go through a hard time, it's important for you to be there for them, but it's important that you're there for them in the right way. Most people get two words confused, and there's a huge difference between the two. So it's important you understand how you give support, and that's sympathy versus empathy. See, sympathy is feeling pity or sorrow for someone else's sorrow, whereas empathy is the ability to understand and share feelings. See, sympathy makes excuses for people, right? You fall into their story. It feeds that feeling or that emotion that they're currently in, and it pushes that person as an outcast. Like, I pity that person. I feel bad for them. They're over there, right? It doesn't draw them in. So it doesn't strengthen that relationship between the two. Mm-hmm. Where empathy helps them through the situation. See, it accepts them. It moves them out of that emotion and into a new one because they're accepted. It draws and draws them in and builds that relationship with them stronger. It shows acceptance and opens the opportunity to coach them and opens the opportunity to give advice that could help them. You need to be really careful though when you're in this situation because you have to know that the person wants empathy as well. They have to want help because if they're seeking out pity and sorrow, you can't help them. They don't want to be helped because sympathy, if, they, if they're trying to get sympathy, they want to stay in that emotion for whatever reason. Whereas if they just want understanding, that's where you can deploy empathy. And I think sometimes, too, we can think we are empathizing with that person when really we're not. You may try to avoid or change the the topic if it's uncomfortable for you or if you're like, oh, gosh, I don't know how to help them through this. So, um, hey, I got to go, you know, and I'll, I'll check in with you later, you know, and really that's not a way to empathize. You may also try to add positivity or mitigate their situation um, by belittling it and saying, oh, well, it's really not that bad, you know. And sometimes people do need to hear that, but a lot of times that's not the right way to approach it. You may try to advise and offer um, ways to get through it. Don't try to be the expert if you have no idea what they're going through. You can't just say, oh, well, when I went through this, this worked for me because not every solution will work for every person. I'll also say, too, that you may try to insert a me too type of story. You may try to relate with that person when really what you're doing is putting all the attention on you and your situation and you're not really focusing on the hurt and the pain that they are currently in. Or you may try to let them know that someone has it worse off than they do. And while that you may think that's helpful, it's not. I think it's very important that you recognize what they are going through. And the last 
way that you may think you're empathizing is to overreact or to feed into the situation. And sometimes that is the worst thing that you could do would be to overreact or to feed into whatever situation they're going through. And some of those examples you just gave are directly feeding into sympathy, especially yeah. the last one, feeding into their story and helping them sit in it rather than helping them move through it. Right. But some of those actually had good intention, you know, advising people or wanting to relate to them in some way. Yeah, the attention needs to be on them. And I think a lot of times when we're trying to help somebody through something, we miss the steps in place of how to empathize with somebody. We jump to the end. Whereas helping them is realistically the last step in place. So I want to go through the five steps to empathizing with people and to help them move out of one situation and into a new one, help them change their perspective or change their mindset. So the first step to empathizing with somebody is to listen. And when I say listen, I mean really listen, actively listen. This means you're not on your phone when you're listening. You're not distracted by other people. You have eye contact with the person. You're connected with the person. There's no distractions. And don't nudge them along. People hate that. Like saying, yeah, yeah, yep, I get it, I get it. And moving them along to try to get to what you want to say. Make sure you're listening and not waiting to talk. Right. I was just about to say that. Listen to understand, not just to have a response. Yeah, you want to actually figure out where they're coming from because the first part of empathy is understanding and that comes from listening. So the next step, step number two, is recognize what emotion that they are currently in. Remember, we have five core emotions and we did a deep dive into this a few weeks ago, but there's five core emotions and there's three that people don't want to spend a lot of time in and that's fear, sadness, or anger. It's usually going to be one of those three that they're stuck in and that they need help getting out of. It's usually going to be one of those three that they don't want to be in for a long period of time. Obviously, if someone's sitting in joy, they don't need empathy. They just need to keep riding out the joy as long as they can. But when a hardship happens, it usually draws out one of these three for somebody. So it's important to realize which one is it? Do they want change? That's anger. Are they scared of something? That's fear. Or do they feel that they have lost something? That's sadness. So it's important to really understand where they're at. You have to recognize first, which emotion are they stuck in? Number three is demonstrate understanding from that perspective. This is where you're going to physically say, you know, I understand. That sucks. Like, yeah, agree with them. This is where you're not feeding into the story and the drama side of it, but understanding where they're seeing their perspective from. This is where you can actually put yourself in their shoes you know, there's a lot of times that from an outsider looking in, you can see a whole different perspective. And we're going to get to that. The last step is a show new perspective. That's the fifth. If you try to do that too soon and you don't first recognize their perspective and understand and accept their perspective for what it is, then they're going to think that you're not listening to them. They're going to think you're trying to just give your advice and move on. They're going to think you don't understand them. When realistically, you have to first demonstrate the understanding for their current perspective. The next step is a quick step, but a very, very important one. This is where you're going to determine whether they want sympathy or they want empathy. You're going to ask them for the permission to give them advice. You're going to ask them for the permission to coach them. You're going to ask them for the permission to give your input and to see if they're willing to see new perspective. If they are not willing to see new perspective and they want to push back, you say, no problem. You know, what they're looking for at that part is sympathy. 
And sympathy is not something that you really need to give because when you give sympathy, it does nothing but drain your energy. When you give empathy, you're actually going to gain energy because you're helping somebody. And anytime you help somebody, you're going to realize that there's going to be a part of you that's going to get such a big value out of it. So it's important that you ask them permission because that's going to determine whether you need to stop where you're at or you move on to step number five. And step number five is offer the new perspective. Offer them a new way to look at it. It's an easy one that I find to go to a lot of times is showing them some sort of gratitude. Yeah, I know this sucks right now. I know what you're going through. I know you feel like you've lost everything, but you still have this. Don't forget to cherish what you do have. Gratitude is rooted in joy. So if we can steer them towards gratitude at this point, then you can start to get them into joy and out of whatever they were in. But if you try to do that too early, again, they're going to think you're not listening or you don't understand. So, so many people, like Laura said in her examples, want to jump to number five because they know the answer. They're like, I've been there. This they helps. just want this to be works. the solution. But first, you have to take time yep. to really listen to them, to really understand them, to really narrow down that emotion and to really ask them permission. See if they even want the coaching right now. Because mm-hmm. if they're just wanting to throw a pity party, let them do that alone. And I will say when you take the time to ask for that permission, you're also showing how much respect you have for that for that person because you're not just saying, oh, okay, well, here, I have the solution for you. You're saying, hey, I think I can offer you some advice. Can I do that? It shows you really respect them as a person and you love them enough to offer that support to them and to offer a solution to them. And in return, it's going to strengthen that friendship, that relationship, whatever it may be, it's going to strengthen that bond between you two. And they know when they come to you that you're not just going to feed into whatever they're going through. You can actually help them. And it's going to create that hopefully reciprocating effect too. When you go through a tough time, if they've been through it and they can help you, they can offer that new perspective as well. It works really well in a friendship when you can do it both ways. So, but it's important, stick to the steps. If you try to shortcut this process, you're jeopardizing the relationship and the strength of the relationship between you and that person. You're jeopardizing the credibility that you have as a guide or as a mentor in that specific situation. So the other thing to to remember is empathy is not easy. It's not natural. It's way easier to sympathize with somebody, build up their story, fall into their story, and move on and say, wow, that sucks for them. It's way easier than taking the time to actively listen. A lot of us have issues with actively listening. That's a hard task nowadays because we live in a very fast-paced society. So when someone seems like they're drawing something out, we want to tune out. But really, you need to stay engaged until they can get everything out. And it's not always easy to determine what emotion that they're in at that time. So it's important that you actively listen because if you don't, it's going to make it even harder. This isn't easy, but it's so rewarding if you're intentional to do this with the people in your lives. So I challenge you, who in your life needs you the most right now? And are you showing them empathy or are you joining in in their pity party? Thank you so much for joining this week's episode. We hope you've learned something new, that you feel challenged and leave inspired. If there's a part of this episode that stuck out to you, be sure to screenshot the podcast, post it on Instagram and tag us in it. Let us know what captivated you. Speaking of Instagram, we would love to connect with you and make sure that you're one of the first to know of our new episodes and exciting updates. You can follow me at It's Laura Stevens. And I'm at the period Nate Stevens. If you found value in this podcast, remember to leave us a rating or review. This will allow others to see what they can benefit from this podcast as well. 
Join us next week as we continue to live a life beyond the norm.